I'm Sam. I coach people on real estate. Today, we're doing Ask Sam, the real estate show where we dig into interesting real estate insights. And today's question is a pretty good one. It's about the idea of buying overseas. Um, the question pertains to, is it advisable to invest offshore in the real estate marketplace? It's a pretty interesting question. I've seen this one pop up certainly uh, many times over the many decades I've been involved in real estate. And of course, there is a temptation to invest abroad, uh, often because Australian real estate is seemingly expensive. Uh, probably other than New Zealand, where there is a sort of similar level of uh activity, similar level of sort of rules and conditions. I think for Australians, for the most part, sticking to their knitting is probably a more sensible approach. When it comes to investing offshore, there are some, I guess, dynamics and pitfalls and things that many property investors just need to understand. First one is finance. Finance is obviously different when you go overseas, different banks, different lending conditions, and of course, that can impact you as a property investor if uh, you're not uh, a local to that market. And of course, all that really does is mean you've got to leverage more to get into those marketplaces. Second thing is tax. Uh, how, you're, how you treat tax as a property investor overseas when you repatriate that money, you're certainly going to be chased down by the local tax system to uh, to reclaim some of, of what you've created overseas. Third one, really, for me, is uh, the exchange rate. When you buy real estate overseas, uh, you are subject to currency exchange. So if you were to get rent from an overseas property and the currency moves, um, you're obviously subject to that. When you're paying tax, uh, for the most part, means that you're usually making money. Um, so uh, it is what it is. But also probably just being familiar with local uh, traditions, customs, expectations, and languages. It's also a big consideration when investing overseas. A lot of people from overseas tend to invest in Australia. It's not often done the other way around and probably good reason for that. But I will say for many people who do invest from overseas into Australia, quite often they're not buying the best real estate, typical real estate that local Australians would want to buy or own. And if anything, they're being manipulated and marketed pretty inferior properties, which for the most part really are rent-for-life real estate. No owner-occupier would ever want that real estate. They're getting duped hand over fist. It's probably one of uh, the most interesting dynamics about Australian real estate is we're very accustomed to almost pulling the wool over international buyers on where to buy real estate here. And of course, some of that production line is geared around publicly listed companies with no threshold on foreign investment, allowing large-scale buildings into CBDs where typically local Australians don't buy. And what that is designed to do is almost uh, create 
secondary accommodation, uh, low-income accommodation in CBD precincts. That's kind of one of the reasons why, for the most part, many pockets of CBDs are a bit of a no-go zone. A lot of the owners are foreign investment, and it's held by foreign investors. So plenty of foreign investors want to buy here. Uh, Do we want to buy elsewhere? Well, I think for the most part, uh, stick to your knitting. There's some good opportunities still around Australia. There is some value propositions in many marketplaces in Australia. And the beautiful thing about Australian real estate is we do have different states and territories, and generally those value propositions across those state and territories morph and change over time, so it allows us to bounce around as property investors to look uh, for great investments. So I would suggest that, you know, for the most part, don't um, do foreign investment. Uh, I have invested myself in um, New Zealand in the past. Uh, At the moment, New Zealand's a bit more expensive than Australia. So probably, if anything, um, you know, New Zealanders will probably look at Australia as a a secondary marketplace. Uh, New Zealanders and Australia are not technically considered foreign investors, which is an interesting dynamic though there are some rules of where you need to be on the day of settlement. And of course, for many other foreign investors at a global level, uh, quite often they're investing for visas. And there is the idea of the golden visa countries around the world, uh, places like Cyprus, Portugal, where by investing in real estate in those countries, you also get fast track to a temporary or permanent residency status. So, unless you want residency in another country, um, generally speaking, if it's for property investment, I would stick to Australia. Hey, take care.